Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here Monday through Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, with your Freed by Noon episodes. That's right! And I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. That's what it's all about. You watch, you listen, you tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a papa, a mama, anyone with ears. Let them know. Tag them in my Instagram post. I'm putting up a lot of video, tons of video. And I'm doing it for you, baby, so you can share. That's how this whole thing works. I don't got a billboard. I don't got a bus. I don't got a, a megaphone. I got this. I got my iPhone camera, my computer, and you, the listener. And I love you for it. So I'm posting videos. Make sure you tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, 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 tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch. Do it right now, 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 now. Tag a bitch. Tell a friend. If you're on YouTube, keep commenting. Just put a little, put a number there. I don't give a fuck. Put something just to tickle the keys, baby. Keep sending those emails. We have so many emails today. We're going to go email heavy. I got quick hits for the end. Um, I got a luxury lounge that we're going to do. And that's what the show is today. Uh, Before we get into it, right now, people, tomorrow night, today, Wednesday, today's Wednesday, tomorrow night, I'm doing a virtual happy hour. Tickets are 10 bucks. We're only letting in a limited amount of people. Let me just tell you this. If you're like, ah, oh, 10 I don't know. We're putting a show together. I got special guests. We're going to do special rants. I'm going to do a couple of new segments. We'll do a dating app makeover. It's going to be a blast. Um, and right now, get your drinks ready. If you're going to be there, we have a special Beach by Noon cocktail. Vodka, my special blend. Vodka, soda, splash of cranberry, little cran time in your drinking poo, lots of ice, and whatever you think a lot of ice is, more, and a lime. That's the beach by noon, baby. Some people call it a Cape Cod. I'm going to call it a beach by noon. So we got a specialty cocktail. We'll all be drinking it. We'll be playing drinking games during the whole thing. Three special guests, new segments, Go, the link is in my bio or my stories. It's somewhere out there on my page. Uh, Get the whole group chat together. This is a fully produced show. I'm not just jumping on Zoom. Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. No, 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 no. This is a real show. Send in your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at, let's go right into the inbox. I love just touching some box. Why is breaking up with someone so hard? Hi, Jared. I've rated, reviewed, and subscribed, got gear, tickets, storied you on my Insta, et cetera, et cetera. I love you guys. Now into my problem. I need to break up with my boyfriend of almost 10 months. I've written him before about him, and when you read my problem, you said it was time to end it. Well, <laughs> and now it's a month later. Uh, <laughs> I have one problem. I literally do not how to break up with him. I love spending time with him, and he really does make me happy. But the road has been rocky, and I know that when it comes down to it, it's best for both of us. We are not the match for each other. I had come to this conclusion back in February. (gasps) TikTok, bitch. 
Uh, but I am constantly struggling on how to do it. You probably are wondering how I've kept this horrible secret so long, but it's only because we are long distance. I need help. Please help. Listen, I don't judge you for this. You're not, you're human. I, I'm with you, baby girl. It is breaking up with someone is hard because we're all good people. We like to think there's like seven good people in the world, but really, actually, there's seven good people and there's seven awful people, and then everyone else is us. We're in the middle, the meh middle. So that's who we are. And we just assume everyone's awful, everyone's great, and then we're like, uh, what, which one am I? No, 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 you're in the middle. You're in the meh team. You're on the team average, just like me. I'm just some dude. I'm not, so the middle, the fat part of the curve, all of us, and all of us, have a lot in common. We don't want to disappoint people. We avoid confrontation. And we're narcissists. We think the world revolves around us. So let me tell you a few things. Your boyfriend is going to be a-okay without you. He was good without you before you guys dated. He'll be good without you after you'd end it. The other thing you need to remember is that you are not hurting him. You are doing what's best for you to live a life. This isn't, and I hear you read one thing in your email, and the, this is something that a lot of people do, and I, I've been guilty of this. When it comes down to it, uh, comes down to the best, uh, it's been, I know that when it comes down to it, uh, I know that when it comes down to the best for both of us, we are not the match for each other. You have to stop speaking for both teams. This is a you thing. You are not happy. This is not the match for you. You need to get better. You think he's great, and you ex you're so happy you have the experience of having to get to know him so that you can find better for you. See how it's not about us because then he'll go, no, 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 we can do it together. No, 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 you've already decided. So what you need to do is know that you're not a bad person. Uh, know that he will be fine. And you need to make that call and stop going, well, to call or text or what? No, no, no. Pick up the phone right now. Call him. Hey, I got something tough to tell you. I'm just not in this relationship. It is not for me. And I hope you can understand that. And you'll talk it out and he'll, you know, uh, say some things and you'll say some things. And at the end of the conversation, it always has to come back to this is not for me. I am so happy we dated. I'm so happy I've gotten to know you. But... I need to move on. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Very similar subject, how to reject someone. Thanks so much for all the quarantine content. I live for the coronavirus rant of the day. Love my rants, baby. Uh, here's my question. How do I let someone down easy? See, this is very female email. How do I let someone down easy? There's no letting someone down easy. It's embarrassing to get turned down. You're, you're not putting out a pillow to rest their head on. This guy slid into my DMs asking if we went to college together. I told him I did go there, but to be polite, and he initiated small talk. So, yeah, he he messaged you, hey, we go to college together? I, I want to touch your titties. Yeah, that, that was it. I responded to be nice, and then I told he told me I was kind of cute. Weird, but okay. Boy, this, this is a real Casanova. Hey, you're kind of cute. We should fuck. 
uh, and asked if I'd be interested in getting to know him better. I am not attracted to him, but obviously I can't say that to him. Was my response okay? What do you think uh, about this if it happens again? Screenshot attached. So let's read the screenshot. He writes, so I think you're kind of cute. Would you be interested in getting to know me better? I appreciate that he took the chance, but this is like, uh. she writes, I appreciate you reaching out and shooting your shot, but at this time, I'm not interested in getting to know you romantically. I wish you the best, though. I think that's a perfect answer. I think that's great. He writes, no problem. You're missing out, though. I can cook, too. She writes back, ha ha, that's awesome. You're going to make someone very happy, but I'm not sure in a good place to date right now, just on the apps because of boredom. See, you let your foot, you have to chop off the head. You took your foot off the neck instead of breaking it the fuck off. And listen, you did a good job at this point. Unfollow, unsubscribe, and block if he messages again. Now it's time to be ruthless because I, th- I loved your first answer. I appreciate you reaching out and shooting your shot. You're saying, listen, you, you took a shot at the big dog. I get it. I'm a hot fucking bitch. And then you wrote, but at this time, I'm not interested in getting to know you romantically. See what that, that was great. I love that. You, I don't want to date you and your ugly piece of shit ass because I am not attracted to you. That's what you said. He took, you know, I took some liberties, but that's what you said, which I loved. I wish you the best, though. Then you let him go. Good luck. Have fun out there. Have fun with your ugly face. You let it, you know, that was good. Then he wrote back, no problem. And he, again, I appreciate his response because he's still saying, let me take one more shot on my way out the door. He's going to do that. I, I, I respect that. No problem. You're missing out, though. I can cook, too. And then she writes back, and she softens. If that were me, I would have written back, I'm good at ordering from restaurants. Good luck. Unfollow. Unsubscribe. Block. Game over. What you did... This guy will be back, I can promise you, because you wrote, you blamed it that you're bored and you're not looking for someone. See how it changes? You're going to make someone very happy, but I'm just not in a place to date right now. See how you made it vague and about, oh, I'm not just, I don't want to date. Your message before was, I don't want to be romantic with you. Now it's, oh, this dating stuff, I just do the apps because I'm bored. He will be back. Men... Don't we're we're like uh, Jason Voorhees. We're the murderer in a haunt in a in a scary movie. We keep going. You're like, didn't I just shoot him? No, you nicked me on the shoulder. The penis still works. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Is TikTok the new IG? Jared Feather Feather. Uh, my fiance, like most men, likes to look at beautiful women. However, he recently admitted that only the, the only reason he made a TikTok is to follow half-naked ladies. He doesn't follow anyone else but them. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Some man insight would be nice. So I'll say this. 
what sucks about getting older is that the devices to look at hot babes passes you by. Instagram, if you started dating while Instagram was out, he followed, you know, when you guys weren't together, he was following, you know, models and stuff and, and whatever, these, you know, these softcore porn models that are on Instagram but call themselves fitness influencers. He started following them because he was attracted to them. His penis told him to do it. And that was fine. That's why they're there, and there's a deal made in some ways with them and the penis. The problem becomes that now he grows up, and he's trying to go live back in the land of, oh, let's see what this... He's got... The problem I have with him is how open he is. TikTok, yes, it's a lot of... And TikTok is actually, without any shame, seems to promote only the best-looking people. The minute you open that app, you can know right away it's for young people. The minute you open it, the music's blaring. You're like, oh, it's too loud. I knew I was too old for TikTok the minute I opened the app because the minute I opened the app, I was like, wow, this music. Ah, why is it so loud? Turn it down. I sounded like my mom. Turn it down in there. The minute I opened it. So what happens is on that like For You page, it, it's just a string of hot college girls who, who, hot college girls telling you how romantic their boy, them and their boyfriend are, and hot moms telling you how much wine they drink, and hot girls dancing, and 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 it's like, you can look at that without following. So he has to respect you. You have to respect him, and that he's still a man, and he's still gonna look. But he has to respect you. With he can go on TikTok and say. And be like, yeah, you know, I go look and I watch the chicks dance. Fine. At, at that point, it's a strip club. It's not that big a deal. But for him to follow, I think it's above and beyond. I think he can do that without following these people. He can use the search tab and find whoever he'd like. I think um, there's nothing to fear because he's probably following people with a million followers and it's not like he's going to be, you know, messaging them and there's really no chance he's, you know, your husband and he's ugly and gross. I, I, I do think it's the new Instagram for that reason. I think it's like, like, like I got kicked off of TikTok because I posted a video uh, that I made and it's on YouTube. You can go watch it. It's an in memoriam of uh, the wood guy with the big penis and then I posted on TikTok and, and they were like, they took me off right away. And I was like, okay, I get why you took me off. I think a warning should have been given. Like, give me a warning. Like, hey, we're going to take this post down one more shot. But to me, the big black dude with a huge penis is less sexual than the women who are dancing on there. Some of the women dancing on there, you're like, oh my God, what is going on? So I do think you guys have to have a conversation about respect and, you know, leaving some um, imagination to your relationship. Like, it does take away the sexiness if he's just like, yeah, I go on TikTok and I follow these hot chicks. Deal with it. It's like, you know, give me a little bit of, you know, why don't you not follow? Let me live in the land of of romanticism for fucking five seconds that, this, that thinks you don't go, you know, prowling in uh, TikTok for young chicks. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Jared, big fan of the podcast, is getting me through my quarantine walks. Your live screams of Listen to Your Heart are also comedy gold. Also, agree that Julia is the woat. 
What is a woat? W-O-A-T. Worst of... I hope it's not a slur. Uh, would lo- I- I'm doing Listen to Your Heart on... Um, on Instagram stories, go listen, go watch, go watch, uh, share it. Even if you don't watch the show, I think they're pretty good. And I like to see that you guys watch them. Uh, would you love to hear your thoughts on my current quarantine dating sitch? I started hanging out with this guy pre quarantine. First date was in January and we really hit it off. Went on lots of dates and had a few sleepovers, one being the weekend before lockdown happened. At the beginning of quarantine, we had weekly FaceTime dates, texted and Snapchatted constantly. Things were going great and even got a little sexy over Snapchat, FaceTime, which he told me he had never done before. Two weekends ago, for those just listening, I just gave a little eye to the YouTube land. And if that's why you should be on YouTube, that's why you should be subscribed on YouTube. Two weekends ago, we talked late night over FaceTime and everything seemed completely normal. Since then, he's only communicated over Snapchat and hasn't asked to FaceTime or even texted me. I've been trying to play it cool and haven't texted him since our last talk, but I'm wondering what's going on. Are things fizzling out or is this virtual dating fatigue since we're now reaching week seven of quarantine? I would say it's a little bit of everything. Yes, it's quarantine uh, fatigue because... There's a lot, like, what are you going to talk about at this point? I can understand where he'd be like, you know, like, we're not going to go, how was your day? How was your day? Cool, cool, cool. Um, But I would say you're not being dragged along. This email is a perfect example of how a lot of people just want the other person to drag them through the dating process. Just because you have Snapchatted doesn't mean you have to then keep Snapchatting. Does that make sense? So just because you did some fun stuff over Snapchat and he keeps Snapchatting and you go, hey, I don't want to be in this land. I don't want to be in this atmosphere. I would text him. I would be like, hey, what's going on? And I'd stop, I'd break the streak on Snapchat. You can send your own messages. You don't have to be, oh, well, I guess he only Snapchats me now. I guess that's the type of whore I am. Like, you don't have to be that person. You don't want to be on there. So just because you did don't mean, doesn't mean you do. So, hey, I'm, uh, what's going on? How's your day been? Why don't you have some normal talk with him? I mean, I mean, that's like, it's, it's, it's a lot like, you know, like living with my girlfriend. We, we go to sexy time. You know, I go in there and I, and it's funny because I'm the most obvious person in the world when I'm trying to hook up and I look at her and I start kissing her and she'll laugh a little bit. But then we go into sex mo- moment. Like at some point we leave laughy, live together land and we go to, you know, sexy, turn the lights down, I'm kissing, I'm kissing your hip land. So the same, and, and then we go back to laughy, live together land. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So the same can be said for your texting. Okay, you did the Snapchat shit, that's fun. He's never done that before. Yeah, Sure. And then you say, hey, what's going on? How's your day been? Let me go back to regular town. Let's go back to Practicalville, where we're trying to work towards getting to know each other. Do you talk to your dad every day? Do you talk to your mom? How are they doing in quarantine? Like, I would, you don't have to be drug along in a relationship. You can do some dragging yourself. And if you're afraid to do some dragging, then maybe you're afraid of hearing the honest answer. And then if he doesn't get back to you, you say, hey, how come you only Snapchat me? I said you had text. What's going on? 
excuse, excuse, excuse. Broken up. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. This is going to get serious. A kid, tough relationship, and a visa. Is this 90 Day Fiance? Dearest J Train, I'm addicted to your pods. Boyfriend and I are 23 and have an 18 month old son. My partner is not a citizen here, and therefore we are trying to get a partner visa so he can stay here. We are lucky enough to live at my parents' place, but it is so hectic and I can't stop dreaming about moving out. Being so young and not financially set up, saving for the visa fees is really hard and we can't afford much else. We have a rough relationship and would love to have some space to consider things between us, but the visa requires us to live together, register a relationship, etc. Time off isn't an option. He is unreliable and too optimistic and just expects everything will fall into place. I'm always dragging him along to get anything done. This application is driving me mad and I have doubts about us. Some days I will want to do is go on my own way, but there is no other way for all of us to be together. I feel like if we didn't have all this pressure on us, our relationship wouldn't be so bad. Ultimately, I know I will go through the, the application, but I feel so trapped and bitter. Sorry, this is long. Thank you. Well, this is a very tough situation that, you know, I appreciate that you listen to the podcast. I appreciate that you're trying. It takes two to tango. And you have a child. The child has to be number one. The visa is not number one. And the child... I, you know, I don't have a kid, so I'm, I'm only speaking from my perspective. I'm not an expert. I read this email and I say, it sounds like you're trying to do everything and he is letting you try and, and living in la-la land. So to me, I wouldn't, you have to have honest conversation with him. When you say, the one thing I will disagree with is as. I feel like if we didn't have all of this pressure on us, our relationship wouldn't be so bad. I don't agree with that at all. I think the quarantine's the situation. You're living with parents who are helping you out. That's great. He should, be, he should feel as lucky for that as you do. And if he doesn't, you have to sit down and have a conversation. Hey, I'm doing a lot of work for you to move here. Do you not want to move here? Because if not... I'm putting a lot of effort into that visa process that should be going to our kid. And if that means that our kid needs to be taken, that you need to leave for our kid to be taken care of right, then I need to make some decisions here. But right now you're avoiding decisions and conversations because you're going, well, it's the timing, it's the timing, it's, the time. it's never the right time. You guys got to sit down and you have to have a hard discussion. What is, you need, and I wouldn't, don't live in the vague. I would write down the steps that need to get done and then split them up. You do these five steps for the, and if he, this is only if he says, I want to get the visa. If he says that, then you go, okay, here are the 10 things we need to get done. Which, which five do you want to take? Which five do I want to take? Be about solutions, not the vague. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I had a situationship in undergrad for three years. We met freshman year and hooked up for six months, paused it over the summer, then in fall of sophomore year, we found ourselves living in the same apartment building, literally across the hall off campus. My naive self saw that as kismet. 
Uh-oh. Uh, we hooked up on and off for the next two years, but it was never official. It was not healthy at all as we were hooking, both hooking up with other people, and he would disappear randomly. We both said, I love you, but he couldn't commit because his roommate was killed by a drunk driver. Rough, I know. I I don't mean to, like, brush over, you know, I, I'm sorry about his roommate getting killed by a drunk driver, but I don't, I don't, you know, lives end all the time and people are committed at the same time. So people are married and have someone in their family die and then they stay married. So I understand that, like, it just, to me, that's a little bit of an excuse. We stayed hooking up, much to my friend's dismay. For the remainder of college, and despite the constant fights about how serious we were uh, taking things, uh, the entire thing seemed serious because I knew him so well, despite never being official. We ended things when I graduated early and went to law school. He was an engineering major. Much to my surprise, he contacts me one year later, letting me know that he has figured everything out on his end and wants to make this work and has enrolled in my law school. This is everything I wanted from this dude, but I feel like it's too late. I've been dating a guy from law school for the last five months who I really like. I don't want to be slide backwards, but I am so confused. He never wanted to pursue law. He's a mechanical engineer. Why is he going to an expensive law school out of nowhere? Is he serious about regretting his undergrad decisions and wanting to pursue me seriously? Um, what I would say to you is you need to move on. This guy is going through a confusing time. When you go through confusing times, you go to the most constant part of your life life, and you try to stay with them. You hold on to them like an anchor. So right now, he's confused about his job. He's confused about what his undergrad was. Does he want to go to law school? And he looks at you and he goes, and he knows that you'll take the call and he says, I want to be with you. I want to, I, I want to have one thing that I know will, will be there for me waiting at home. And to me, if I'm you, I don't want to be used by that person. I don't want to be someone's vehicle to get them to the right mindset so they go, oh, now that everything else is fine, I can start dating again. I don't need you as a constant. That's probably what's going to happen. And all the stuff from college, like, that's nice. You hooked up. You had a good time. But he never committed to you because he didn't want the responsibility of a relationship. It wasn't about you. It wasn't that you weren't good enough or wasn't hot enough. He just didn't want to go to your parents for Thanksgiving. He didn't want to have to answer the call every time you've called. He didn't want to answer your text within an hour because that's a relationship. You have, you have to be there for somebody. He didn't want to do the things that relationships make you do. He didn't want to have to explain himself for the thing, the, uh, who's texting right now. So we opted out of that and he just kept hooking up. Right now he's coming to you because everything's in the air for him and you are a constant. I would run away. I would say to him and I would be just like I gave the last relationship, leave nothing. This match, I am happy for the experience of this match. You should be happy for the experience. Don't regret it. You learned a lot about yourself. You learned a lot about how relationships work. But don't go back to it without, you, you know, ruin not don't take don't lose the lessons that that relationship offered because the lesson was that you're a great person you should find someone that makes you feel the way that it felt when it was good and not the way it felt when it was bad j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com i want to tell you guys listen this podcast is sponsored I am sponsored for the Tuesday and Friday episodes. So I read our sponsors on other episodes 
so that you guys, if it can give you some free money, you can take it. So let me read the sponsors. Brooklinen, uh, comfort is king these days. Huge site-wide sale at brooklinen.com on Wednesday, April 29th. That's today. So go to brooklinen.com, and uh, you can also get 10% off your first order right now when you go to brooklinen.com, use code JTRAY. So that's great. Scentbird. That's a uh, perfume and cologne company that gives you like little, so you don't have to buy the huge package. 30% off your first month. That's $10 for your first fragrance at scentbird.com slash JTrain. Noom. Small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash JTrain. Start losing weight for good. Quip, quip, quip. Now's the time to make good habits. Start brushing your teeth with quip. Go to getquip.com slash JTrain to get your first refill free. ZipRecruiter. Get hired. If you're looking for a job, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. So those sponsors help to keep the JTrain running. You get it? I hope you do. I had, let's do some, uh, we'll do a luxury lounge and then we have tons of quick hit questions. Thank you for sending the emails. Thank you for listening to the show. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do some luxury lounge. And if you're not sure what luxury lounge, I do this on Patreon. You can go to uh, every week on Patreon. I have two, two, two extra podcasts. There's luxury lounge where we get to right now is the is the worst part about this pandemic. The worst one of the bad parts about this pandemic is you're, you're not allowed to complain about anything else. Someone can always say to you, hey, a lot of people are dying. Well, the luxury lounge is where we go to complain about the luxuries in life without someone saying that. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's Luxury Lounge, I want to complain about pouring my own drinks. None of us should be pouring our own drinks. Because of the quarantine, because we're inside on the weekends and we can't go to bars, you get to go to your fridge and you go like this. And you go, I'll have a vodka soda. You take a little vodka, you pour it in. And I have never in the history of my life stopped after that first pour. I always pour once and then I go, uh, one more. You know, you do that extra pour. None of us should be allowed to do that. None of us, we shouldn't be in charge of our own drinks. Because you're always going to go, well, and, and you see, the, the problem is we don't have the spout. We should all purchase that top that they have at the bars, that little neck that looks like an anteater. So we can go, so that we can all, because I watch Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue, they go one, two, three, yeah. And it's like, in our house, if you go one, two, three, you have the regular top, the whole thing comes out. And you're like, I'm just like a bartender. Did my three count. That three count was six shots. And now you're three drinks in and you got your phone in front of you and you're watching the Michael Jordan documentary and you're texting people going, I think Jordan is, I would make love to Jordan if I could. Now you're fucking popping off. So now we're pouring our own drinks. We don't know how much to pour. We're waking up. We're more hungover than we ever were. And then we're waking up hungover in a pandemic, quarantined in our own house. That's not a good recipe. What we should be doing, we should be giving our drinks. We should say, you pour mine, I pour yours. Because when we pour our own, we go, eh, you deserve it. One, two, three. One, two. That's what you do. 
That's today's Luxury Lounge. You can listen to all the Luxury Lounges on Patreon. I do them $5 a month. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Let's do the quick hit questions and then we are out of here. You guys ready? Hit the music, Shelby. New to online dating, how many guys should I talk to at once? Talk to as many as you'd like and stop talking to the conversations that suck. Just stop talking. That's the beauty of the apps is that you can start with someone and go, ah, this is boring, goodbye, and walk away to the next person and you don't even have to see them in that bar anymore. Being eyed more when I'm in public, non-creepy, COVID-appropriate way to make a move. Wave. Hi. Hi, what are you looking at? You looking at me? Do people use Snapchat anymore? I think people use Snapchat to be casual with someone. They don't want their their they want to see if they're your they want to see if you're screenshotting their posts so that they can trust you for later. Are you saving the messages? If you're saving them, they're not going to get sexy with you. So it's a good way to test someone out to see how much you should trust them to to get to a point where you can send nudes. Does staying over hooking up with a guy during quarantine ruin chances of hooking up? Just because you hooked up doesn't mean you have to hook up. So if you stayed with a guy during quarantine, fine. But that doesn't mean you can't say to him, hey, let's do a date. And then he either takes you on a date or he doesn't. If he invites you to come sleep over and never asks you on a date. But to, to say that hooking up ruins the idea of being asked for a date. No, no, no. Hooking up doesn't mean you can't ask for the things you want in the future. If you had a good time with someone, you had a couple drinks, you, you slept over, you sucked some dick, good for you. That doesn't mean you have to do that the next time. Should I try to date my boss? No. Matched on Hinge, good texting. Bumble says he wants something casual. Do I give up? I, I don't believe anyone knows what they want. Every match is different. What I would say to you is, if you're having a good time with someone... Don't go below. Don't think that you'll convince someone by going below your standard. You keep your standard. You're never going to convince someone by doing what they want and what you don't want. You'll only convince someone by going, hey, this is what I do. I, I go on dates. I go talk to people I hook up with. If you don't want that, that's fine. But good luck in casual town. I'm not going there. DM to send a guy you saw on an app and haven't matched with but found on IG. Hey, this is weird, uh, but I saw you on an app and I just wanted to say what's up. That's all you have to do. Call out the awkward, then go into your hello. But also, don't be... When guys receive DMs like that, they're not going, oh, well, okay, well, here we go, time to date. They go, oh, look, a blowjob fell on my lap. So his mind is hook up first, so don't be surprised. Again, back to that last one. You don't have to go down in standard. Less frequent texting because they've been on their phone too much, lost interest. They're they're texting you less because they're less interested in you. But also, why don't you text them? Hey, where you been? What's going on? Be a little difficult. Ask to phone sex after a week of chatting. No guy goes down from phone sex. And, And so if you've been talking a week, he wants phone sex, and he's going to want to go up from there. Again, if you want to do that, that's fine. But also, keep that in mind. You don't have to do it every time. But he's telling you exactly what he wants. Um, 
ex broke up with me at the beginning of quarantine and is now saying it was a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. Stop talking to them. Unsubscribe. Why does he continue to Snapchat and send likes if he says he's not interested? Because he's inter- he's not interested in what the type of relationship you want. He's still interested in hooking up with no responsibility for you. An episode, how to get a boyfriend to communicate better. Why don't you start talking to him? Say what's up. Ask the questions you want answered. How to nicely ask a guy to stop sending dick pics. Unsubscribe and block. Don't ask. Uh, is it weird to sex someone you haven't had sex with or even met in person? It's not that weird. I, I, I can understand how it would happen. You, I mean, but don't hold your... Like, <laughs> again, just because you did doesn't mean you do. If I'm 24, what's the ideal age range for guys to date? I would date older. 24-year-old guy doesn't want... If you want a relationship, those 24-year-old guys... Any guy that yells shots in a bar doesn't want to be uh, serious. Large dating app radius is two-hour drive too far for a first date. For me, yes. You, it's not about the first date. Would you drive there after you came the third time? I wouldn't. Fuck, marry, kill. Donut, muffin, bagel. I marry bagel. I kill donut. No. I marry bagel. I fuck donut. I kill muffin. Done. How long is too long to live with an ex? No, if it's worked out, if it's fine, then there's no such thing as too long. As long as you guys are communicating the situation, it's fine. Thoughts on the tie-dye trend? I talked about the tie-dye trend on my last Coffee with J-Train. The tie-dye trend is the new my, my friend makes jewelry. Best brand and flavor of Spike Seltzer. I love Spindrift, but that's the one with five calories. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a fat ass today. Even though I had like seven slices of pizza. Uh, Are we all going to get fat in quarantine? I think people are going to get fat. People are going to get in shape. I'm trying to get in shape. I I think I'm feeling better. I think if I, you know, Netflix comedy specials you recommend. Michelle Wolf, Ronnie Chang, um, Burt Kreischer. Who? What, Jess? Oh, Chappelle. Wanda Sykes. Uh, why does everyone always ask you for dating and relationship advice? It just kind of happened. I don't know. Go look at the podcast. Go. Well, this person obviously just found me on Instagram and is like, who the fuck do you think you are? And I get that. What are the basics of a charcuterie board? Think of the hunger... When you make a charcuterie board, you need to think of the person who skipped lunch because they knew they were going to your party that night. They're walking in and they are ravenous. And they if they see a pumpkin or a fucking 8,000 grapes, that ain't helping them. They're fucking pissed. That's what you got to think of. Stop thinking of Instagram. Start thinking of the hunger of a guy like me walking into your party going, uh, I hope they got food out right away. Oh, my God, they have a charcuterie. What? What the fuck? Is that a fig? Fuck off. Uh, does Jess eat corn messy? <laughs> Should I go for a walk with a dude responsibly quarantined with roommates? Yeah, why not? Go for walks with guys. Go do it. Meet people. Can someone who is very outgoing make it work with an introvert? 
I think someone who labels themselves as something can never work with anyone because you'll be too obsessed with this label that you've written for yourself in the rom-com of life that you don't even interact with people. You're too busy worrying about what your label is. That you, You're not anything. You're just like me. Sometimes I, I saw someone's post. One time someone wrote, they're like, I'm an introvert, but also an extrovert. So it's like, no, you're a person. You're a human. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. We're here every single day. Keep sharing. Keep telling friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>